As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Die, yes. I made a terrible mistake during the Uh-oh. top of the hour, Arnie. What'd you do wrong? Terrible mistake. First, let me remind you that, as always, we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I, I, ran, I ran into the, uh, the home base, if you will, of my studio there was a lot of leftover Christmas treats in there. <laughs> a lot of sweets. I, I tried. I was hoping Ty Shirt would, would be in studio to talk me out of this. He's like my, um, well, he's a very, very well-rounded fitness guy, right? He'll make sure you're eating the right way. I just hammered like four sugar cookies and oh, a peanut I'm butter too. cookie. Like I'm that. hungry big time. I ate like a 12-year-old, and I want more. So can we go to break so I can go eat more cookies? Holy, do you guys leave the sweets around? Do you do sweets? Do you do anything for Christmas, Arnie? And I, again, I know it's not a big deal in your house, but you send it. You send us all gifts. I, so I have that. twelve boxes of Girl Scout cookies in my house. <laughs> so wait, uh, hold on, hold on. For Christmas, you got Girl Scout cookies you're going with? No, I, I well, it. I, I just the, the uh, neighbors, their granddaughter. Oh, always okay. hits me up like two or three times a year. It's for credit. I can't, can never say no. Can't say so no. I buy like 10 boxes. Don't even eat the whole thing. So I, I have that in my house. And, and my wife went to Costco and got the cheesecake. But uh, that's supposed to last like a month. But they were 
digging into it. So now I had no dessert today. I was very crabby about that. Oh, you better go get you some then. So well, it's I, like midnight now. What am I going to do out here? What am I going to run up okay. there to the market? What, what do you have tomorrow? You got another show tomorrow? Yes. Well, tomorrow yes. night. Tomorrow night. Not till 10 p.m. Get right, you a right. snack and jo- go make you. Hey, you run your house. Go tell your wife to make you a sandwich. Let's go. Take Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Meanwhile, Beth be like, shut up. I'm in bed. Leave me alone. Uh, 35-24, Kansas leads UNLV in the guaranteed rate bowl right now. Uh, it has been a rough show so far. Maybe the funnest game of the day was the Texas State win over Rice. But what made that game fun is Texas State's fans drank the entire stadium out of beer. So consider me a bobcat for my guy, G.J. Kinney, the head coach there. Congrats on a great season. You're the only one paying attention to these early bowl games. You know that, don't you? You're not watching? I have it on, but I'm really not watching. There you go. I do have it on, but I'm not watching it. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. it's some, this is your future conference rival right here. Kansas Jayhawks, they're about at the level you're going to be in the Big 12, 8-4 and four this season. So, wow. I mean, that's that's about where Arizona's going to be. I actually expect us to win the division next year, win the conference. Really? Yeah. Yes, really. Look Why? at our team, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you had a nice run, but it is it is Arizona. I mean, come on. You're and not we're like... taking a step down going to an easier conference, too. Well, from this past year, maybe, but... Yeah. I mean, you're telling me that yes, you're telling me that you think you guys are going to be better in the Big Twelve than you were in the Pac twelve. Yes, that's no. exactly what I'm telling. No, you. and the travel is going to be a hell of a lot easier. No, it's um, not. We'll get, yeah, how's that yeah, trip to is. West Virginia looking? Oh, but you give me one team out there. It's a lot better than having to go up to Stanford and Berkeley and Oregon and Oregon State and Washington, Washington State. Yeah, it's going to be wild to go to there. places that have fan bases that care about football, like Manhattan, Kansas, me. and Stillwater, yeah. Oklahoma. Nothing worries you. And then when your team loses, it doesn't still worry you. You're not a real fan. I've come to figure okay. this out. No, you just then, like to first talk First of all, we, we, we look good, and you know we played, um, who was it in the SEC? Mississippi State, right? Right, and who's a lower-rung SEC team. Yeah, we almost kicked their ass, so. Should have been in the Hold SEC. On. I, really I have a question. Can, can we go around the horn on this? How do you almost kick anyone's ass and lose the game? It was on the road. It was early in the season. No, no, I, had, I mean, but if, if we you made a quarterback change since then. We almost won the game. Yeah. But to say in a game that you lost, we almost kicked their okay, ass. Okay, wrong choice of words, literal, <laughs> literal Chris. There literal Chris is stepping up to make yeah. sure you get the proper Gosh. nomenclature as you head into the Big 12. Gosh, look at you. This extra hour makes you so cranky. All right, let me get a couple of <laughs> tweets. Then we'll get to the... Uh, then we'll get to the uh, the Roman numerals on the show. For those that aren't familiar with the Arnie Spanier way, uh, Monse, whenever you do a show with him, and I know that BT has for a long time, and and, and obviously Tyshirt has as well. Uh, Arnie does not like go into a Google Doc and share it. He no. doesn't. He doesn't type up anything and email it no. to you. I don't type. I don't type. He writes it on a yellow pad because oh, I know how to write. Yeah, and takes a screenshot of or a picture of it and then sends it to you in email form. And then he gets mad whenever you can't find the tweet that he's referring to that he sent you in his 18 text messages. So we'll, we'll get to that coming up here in just a bit. But let me dive into some of these. Uh, Jason writes, Jason B. Diamond. Merry Christmas, Jason. I want you all's opinion. Uh, Monte, you're, you're included in this. On Mac Brown saying he is using the Mayo Bowl to play young players, so he is actually fine with 30 players opting out. Got to be honest, I don't hate that as a football fan. Yeah, that, what, yeah, what, what was, these bulls what, are for what, now, right? What do you want them to do? I mean, yeah, a lot of people opt out. Look what's going on and um, with Florida State, and it's just 
Um, it's just, you know, you have no choice. You got to go with the youngers, uh, young guys and, and see who wants to play. Next guy up. The the interesting thing to me in that is that's that's so, like, God, what's the best way to put it? It's like a deep track because only the diehard fans of North Carolina are really going to care. People want right. to see Drake May. But a diehard North Carolina fan is like, oh, I'm ready to see who that next quarterback is. I don't think anyone in the country cares, right? They want to see Drake May play. They want to see who might be the number one pick in the draft. They want to see him play in their number two pick, whatever, and what it might look like. So I get what you're saying, right? The whole premise of a bowl game is it's the climax of a season. It's supposed to be the the, the best of your best. And now here's Mac Brown saying, oh, it's prep for next year. But Arnie, that's what a majority of these games, either it's like Jason Bean is quarterbacking for Kansas. It's a 35-30 game right now in the guaranteed rate bowl. This is, I think, I think he's out of eligibility. Honestly, I don't know anymore in college football. But this, for him, is like the end of his career. It's the cherry on top of his career. On Thursday night, when Oklahoma plays Arizona, it will be young guys for Oklahoma. It'll be Jackson Arnold getting his first opportunity to start at quarterback because he's going to be the future for that team. So I have no problem with either way of looking at the bowl game as long as we don't have guys opting out of the playoffs, Arnie. I think we're in good shape. Well, that's why these other bowl games are really insignificant. I hate to say that because it used to mean so much. I mean, you remember on New Year's Day, uh, it was like, oh, I can't wait. The Rose Bowl taking up that big chunk of timeline there. And it was was just so important. Now it's just meaningless uh, unless you're in the playoffs. That's what it's going to come down to. But, But see, here's where college football tries to mask it because those games are still on New Year's Day. That you're talking right, playoff games right. are on New Year's Day. So Which is ridiculous. It, this right. year. You think so? Absolutely. Why? They're bowl games. They're bowl games, but they have no meaning, no significance. Not- How many people have, have opted out of those games? And, no, 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 and no. no. Have- the playoff games are on New Year's Day is what I'm saying. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the playoff games are on New Year's Day. This year. So when you're saying, I want it back the way that it used to be, well, guess what? You're getting that in a roundabout way this year. You've got the Rose Bowl and you've got the Sugar Bowl, both on New Year's Day. And in fact, that's two of, I think, five bowl games you have on New Year's Day. Now, granted, that's what I thought you were talking about the other games out there. Right. That's because I'm like nobody cares about Oregon and Liberty. Uh, remember last time when this first started with the semifinals, they had them on New Year's Day, and the ratings were absolutely well. Actually, that was on the 31st. No, they did it on New Year's Eve because yeah, I was New there. Year's remember Eve, that yeah. was the year that Oklahoma lost. I think it was to Clemson, and, and they, they, they were, were horrible. Yeah. They used they had all those stupid commercials where it's like Jimmy Kimmel. He's like, guess where I'm going to be on New Year's Eve. Oh, I'm going to be watching the college football playoffs. So you're like, no, you're, no, you're not. <laughs> what, what, what are you doing right now? Stop it. Uh, but anyway, good, good question, Jason. And I, I, would, I could sit here and talk for four hours tonight about where the bowl games need to be, but I really want more fill-ins, and I don't want people yelling at me. Uh, Scotty writes, <laughs> you were talking about if, if you root for other teams in your conference. Right. He writes, I'm a diehard Tennessee fan, which I think you all know by now. But the rest of the SEC can fall off the map, and I'll never bat an eye. There's people that root for their conferences, especially when it comes to the NCAA tournament in basketball, and especially when it's to the bowl games. They're like, okay, well, my team, um, you know, they won or they lost. But, wow, look at my Pac-12, 6-0 in bowl games or something like that. You see that all the time. Oh, yeah. Listen, they'll start chanting SEC, SEC whenever things are going right for any team in the conference. And that's fine. They talk about conference pride, and it just means more but oh by the way Arnie this is Roman numeral number 20 
Number so 20, wait, let me turn the page. I, yeah, hold on I have there. it on two See, different pages. This is, uh, Jason and Scotty have got us into Roman numeral 20. Oh, yeah, kids. I bet kids hey. opting out of bowl games. I put Florida State missing a bunch of players there. <laughs> and you make fun of my Roman, and that was Roman numeral number 20. Yeah, it's the last one on there. No, I'm 21, very... I, I added Belichick to be Oh, you gone. did? Yeah. Oh, I, I must not have got the update. Yeah, you oh, must have not got the geez, update. I'll have to get that one in next segment. Yeah. But I, you know, it all kind of is in one big ball of conversation, right? Should these kids be opting out of bowl games? Yeah, I, I don't want to risk tearing up my knee for right, a, I understand a guaranteed that. rate bowl. But then it's it's also a it's so funny. It's so funny that the conversation started with what Christian McCaffrey opting out of Stanford's bowl. You know, this was something guys didn't do. And now all of a sudden it's become the norm in college football, and I don't blame anyone. And if these bowl games are going to be used as prep towards 2024, I'm fine with that. You can save a lot of money by not sending everybody out because nobody's going to these games anyway. So you could save yourself a lot of money by not going and not taking the band and the cheerleaders and all that stuff. Yeah, but... Isn't that part of the? Isn't that supposed to be part of the fun? Well, you, 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 you tell me it's, it's supposed to be like a reward for having a great year. But yeah. if all they're all going to opt out, who's getting the reward? The young kids that didn't play? Sure, why not? The guys that yeah. got beat up in practice all year long. Um, you should know about that. You were a bench warmer, right? So when you yeah. finally get that opportunity, you would take it. Uh, it's kind of like it, when I went to uh, Costa Rica. I don't work for the company that took us, but <laughs> I'm married into the company. You know what I mean? It, Okay, nerd moment. Can I have a quick college football nerd moment here? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go Mar- ahead. Mark the tape. And th- the whole issue here is college football has a calendar problem. The- we have free agency going on. You have guys opting out of bowl games. You have a signing day. You have coaches leaving. And we're in the middle of the playoffs, essentially, right? And next year, that, that transfer portal window is going to be open. Oh, geez. And there's going to be playoff games going on. Arnie, do you remember what happened? The last time the Texas Longhorns played in the national championship game. I I know a lot of people don't because it was a really long time ago. Their quarterback got hurt. Their quarterback got hurt. And a dude named Garrett Gilbert had to come in and replace Colt McCoy. Guess where Texas's quarterback is heading into, what were they, in the Sugar Bowl? Uh, Guess where Texas's quarterback is right now, their backup quarterback. He's at Duke. Because he had to enter the transfer portal because he wanted to go somewhere where he could play. Now, I know that those of you who want to act like you care about college football might say, well, don't they have a Manning backing him up? Yeah, and he's taking like five snaps all year long. Right. Your backup quarterback isn't with the team that's playing in the playoffs because he has to go find another job because he wants to play. And it happens in the middle of of the college football postseason. I don't know how you fix it. I'm grinching about something that I don't know how you fix because there's this thing called school where apparently you have to stay eligible in order to play. So as long as you have a semester where you have to be in uh, by a certain date, I don't know how you fix it, Arnie. And I don't know if college football cares about fixing it right now. You had signing day, transfer portal, and oh yeah, by the way, bowl games and the playoffs going on at the exact same time. It, yeah, it's, the transfer it's portal gets just as much news as, as anything else out in there. In the games. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Arizona's backup quarterback said he's going to transfer also, but he's going to stay with Arizona through the bowl game. So kind of kind of a different twist to that, but he's a backup. He's not playing yeah. that. Uh, it, interestingly enough, Oklahoma's got a running back who's in the transfer portal, but he's going to play in the game on Thursday. It's, it's kind of sometimes coaches give them that opportunity. Other times coaches are like, yeah. see ya. <laughs> You're getting the portal? All right, we'll see you later. Uh, and one more quick tweet here. This one's from Nature Boy who writes, this Christmas I had a choice between an NFL game, an NBA game, an oil change, or cleaning out the garage. 
The NBA game came in fourth. Is there a, ba- a banner we can put up for that? Wait, there was an oil change place open, open on Christmas yeah. Day? Maybe he does it himself. You Maybe. Know I, mean? I, I guess so. He's the real man's man here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So I guess what we've learned during this segment, Arnie, is the bowl season, uh, the bowl season, the college football calendar is broke. I don't know if the 12-team playoff is going to fix it, but at the very least, it feels like it's a step in the right direction, right? Oh, absolutely. And it gives us a, a good, what did you say, three, four weeks of, of, of a playoff situation. Mm-hmm. And um, this is so, this is a long, long time coming. This is exactly what we need. It's just going to make the other uh, bowl games more insignificant than it is now. And that I, don't know, I thought that's kind of tough to do, but we won't care about these mm-hmm. games, but we don't care about them now as, as they are. So next year, just again to reset, the first round, these are the home site games. The, the top seeds, the four top seeds get buys. So the first round will be December 20th and the 21st. And then this show, a year from now, will be leading up to the quarterfinals. Mm. Fiesta Bowl, the Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl. Boy, you know what happened to the two teams that played in the Alamo Bowl last year, right, Arnie? No. Well, who, who was in the Alamo Bowl last year? Texas and Washington. Ooh, they're, and they're in the, in the semis. Now? You and you made, made fun of me when I said Arizona's going to go to the, the 12th team playoff next year. Yeah, it's hilarious. All right. Um, wow. <laughs> listen, I, I want to hit Roman numeral 21 when we come back. Okay. Can we talk coaches? Yes, absolutely. All right, we'll do that. It's Arnie and Plank sitting in for Jason and Mike right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. 
Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. All right, it's Arnie and Plank here on Fox Sports Radio. Make sure to catch our regular show on Sunday nights from 10p to 1a Central Time. You're in with Aaron on Sunday night, right? You're getting a lot yes. of AT this week, aren't you? Still not sure why you're taking that night off, but what, what, what the heck? It's New Year's Eve. My wife uh, never asks me to take a show off, and she asked me to take a show off. Are you so. going out or something? I guess so. I'm 48 years old, dude. So my idea of going out is if I'm in bed by 10 o'clock, I'm happy. Now, obviously, we do a lot of late night shows, so right, it kind of right. shifts. And I and I was in for Big Ben last night, so that's my idea of a party. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not prepared. I I, I don't like going out. Well, I, yeah, I'm not into the club scene, but I I am trying to get tickets to two comedians. That guy Matt Reif. I don't know if you heard him. Mm-hmm. I like and, Matt Reif, and also that Jim Garrigan guy or Gaffigan or something. Gaffigan. <laughs> you, you got it the second time. Yeah, <laughs> you're close. close enough. Is, he, is he coming to Delaware? Uh, no, to, uh, you mean Vermont? No, he's coming oh, to sorry, uh, Massachusetts and New York. So I, I was close. Gonna... It was somewhere in that yeah. area. Hey, um, Aaron Torres, I love Aaron. Uh, he's one of my favorite guys on the network. But <laughs> but he had me so triggered last night, and I and I don't know why. Do do they live, like, it, 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 can he not go to another part of the house and sleep? When he was saying his wife had to get up at 5 a.m. to go to work and that he gets up with her? I mean, I love my family, my, and, and this isn't a great example because my wife doesn't work, but if my kids have to get up and do something and I can sleep, I'm going to sleep. Oh, yeah. That's why I told my wife she she can't be making smoothies in the no. kitchen at 530 in the morning. I make her take the, the blender in the gym and make it there and then bring it back out. Touchdown, Kansas! Uh, Kansas running away with this game with 8.16 to go. They're You're really up the only one that cares about this game. Yeah. Well, no, my man Gunny, uh, Gunny just checked in. I'm, I'm happy to see that he's somewhat sober this late at night, but they were asking about the penalty count in this game, which is truly the most impressive thing that's going on in this game. Uh, as as we had pointed out, we think the officials' mom or dad might be watching this game tonight, so they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to put on a show for them. Here is the current penalty count in this game: the Kansas Jayhawks have been called for seventeen penalties for two hundred and one yards. Seventeen for two oh one, Arnie. Wow! And they've turned the ball over three times, and they lead by three scores. You, you know, you just triggered my memory. Remember, I Go told ahead. you about the, our principal that threw a flag in the Rose Bowl. I think his right. name was Mr. Mercer. So you should do a Google check if Roy D. Mercer was it? Roy D. Mercer, Arnie? I don't know his first name. I might have been, man. That boy, Mr. Mercer. He was our principal at Pacific Palisades High School. So um, maybe we could find out if if it was the he did the Rose Bowl. Show context, by the way, just for those that missed uh, our an offsides call on the extra point. They actually declined a penalty. How about that, Mm -hmm. Uh, Arnie? As we were talking about the refs really showing off in this guaranteed rate bowl, brought up how he had a principal that was also an official. Yeah, in the Rose Bowl. 
and, and threw a flag just to make sure he could be on TV. Because he had not called any penalties all day long, so he wanted to get on TV. Right. Uh, and, and just for the record, those are some of the gems we give you every Sunday <laughs> right here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, before Monse's update, um, Arnie, so I, Belichick, yeah. Tomlin, all the buzz, all the rumors about – Trades or maybe just flat out getting fired. More than a rumor now when it comes to, to Belichick. I mean, he said he hasn't spoke to Kraft at all. Um, you know, he's did obviously he say that. What he Bill did. Belichick actually said something about his uh, uh, outside of just who's coming up next. Well, wow, I'm why, impressed. That's why I, I threw in Roman numeral number twenty one. Unless you I didn't get that send wrong. me twenty one. Right, I had that late in the in the day. Um, because I think he's starting. He's kind of given like I haven't spoke to the crafts. I don't know what's going on. I think he's starting to come to the possibility that he's going to be gone and have to go to someplace else. Like I don't think he's going to retire, Chris. I I legitimately think he wants to go somewhere else, and that's why when you guys keep saying that Antonio Pierce deserves the Raider job, um, does he deserve the Raider job over somebody like Belichick? Of course not. So let's slow down on who deserves the job if we're looking at wins. I hope Pierce does get the job. There's no doubt about that. But uh, I think Belichick is going to end up with another team. I'm not sure where. Maybe the Chargers. Um, maybe somewhere else. But I, I think he's still going to continue to coach. Can I just – Bill Belichick hasn't said anything. I just I, – this is one of those moments where you start following the tea leaves. Right. Uh, Mike – Giardi, whom I have no reason to doubt, this blew where, hey, Bill Belichick is doubting his future. Here's the report. Okay. Speaking of Belichick, he has expressed doubt about his future in New England to the staff at various points over the last few weeks. To the best of my knowledge, and as reported on NFL Network this weekend, he has yet to sit down with ownership. Now, I... Again, I haven't been able to find the NFL Network report. Maybe it's a, one of our guys like Mike Garofolo or somebody like that. Right. I, I I really doubt that Bill Belichick would ever be saying to his staff, oh, oh no, we're coming back. Well, but, but but that's that's a quote though. You can't make that up though, can you? I mean, this where's is, the quote? Well, you, he he straight out says that he he said that Bill Belichick has been telling his staff, right? Uh, According know, he, to his sources, right? Which I don't doubt that he has, but we still haven't heard it from Belichick. You telling me guys don't get reports wrong? I don't think Bill Belichick is the kind of guy that would ever express doubt to his staff. You may be right on that. I just kind of take that for <laughs> yeah, for somewhat of the truth when somebody says, you know, when they have a source like that. But I could be wrong. There, is, there hasn't been anything. My point is there hasn't been anything solid. And these guys, I get it. They're, they're great at their job. The Tom Kearns of the world, he said in December that, uh, that a, deci- a decision has already been made about Bill Belichick's future and he's out, right? That's where I thought we were. I thought that's where we were right there was right. this was going to be his last year and he was going to go somewhere else. Boston Sports Journal reported that people inside the organization didn't expect Belichick to make the impending divorce between himself and the Patriots easy. But through all of this, whom, whom I've, we heard from, that's really Bill yeah. Belichick. Yeah. Um, and... and he has consistently said, hey, you know, it's, it's, I, we got a game coming up. Uh, in fact, when he was asked about it this week, it was, yeah, my, my job is to get them ready to play every week. That's what I do. So that's what I'm going to keep doing. 
He still hasn't said anything. Let me um, ask you this. If, if he doesn't come, and I don't think he's coming back to the Patriots, how much is he considering retiring? 1%, 5%, 50%? Uh, why do I feel like it's like at 5% and maybe less than that? I think you're right, and I can't believe I'm saying this. And you know what? I'm starting to think that Tomlin might not be back, too. Even no, I've, though done they a, I've done a 180 on that. I used to think uh, the last week or two he wasn't coming back, but now I feel like he is. In other words, give him a chance to get the offensive coordinator higher right, and then m- maybe he can get things turned around in Pittsburgh offensively. And, well, and so that, is that why or just because? Also because of the reports <laughs> that make it sound like he's coming back for next year also. Well, I mean, but Those again, are like these, the Belichick reports, you know what I mean? Right, they're the complete opposite than the yeah. Belichick reports right now. All right, well, I mean, technically, when you're like, hey, Antonio Pierce hasn't earned the job over Bill Belichick, you're right. But what coach does have a resume like Bill Belichick Nobody, has? nobody. But that's why I said when, when we say, you know, he deserves the job, well, who is he going up against before, he says, before we say he deserves it over that person? I cannot believe that we're in a world where Bill Belichick isn't going to be the head coach of the Kans- of the New England Patriots yeah. after what, what he's done. By the way, another penalty on the Kansas Jayhawks. And, and by the way, <laughs> usually in, in any other world, you would snap him up in a heartbeat, especially if Tom Brady is going to be a part-time owner and Belichick's available and you don't have a coach. I mean, that was like a win-win-win situation, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. I... I, I went back through on coaching traits. Let's get to that after uh, after the update. But there's some – what are you willing to give up? You know, the Broncos had to give up a first-round pick to get Sean Payton. Um, there, there's been multiple first-round picks that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gave up to get John Gruden. If Bill Belichick is on the open market, for goodness sakes, I know he's 70 years old, but still. Right, older than that, isn't he? I mean, you should be able to get a – Pierre, I say a king's ransom for him. He's 71. So, yeah, it's just – it's it's wild in these streets as far as what you need to do as a coach to be able to feel secure in your job. We'll talk about coaching trades coming up in just a bit. But as we roll on from the TireRack.com studios, let's get caught up. This bowl game has been crazy, and the Clippers are in action. Monse, the Clippers are in action. What's going on in the NBA as well? It's time they to find out what's trending. Are- the Clippers just hit like 14 points in a row. They pulled away a little bit from the Hornets. It's 103-90, excuse me, 101-93, to five minutes left in the game. James Harden has six three-pointers, 28, six three-pointers, 28 points, and seven assists, but still five minutes to go. So I don't want to get too excited, fellas, but, you know, my Clippers are on top, 101-93 against the Hornets. And it is official. The Blazers managed to hold on and beat the Kings 130-113. to De'Aaron Fox dropped 43 points and eight rebounds, but it was not enough. Earlier today, the Grizzlies edged the Pelicans 116-115 to in OT, so they have won four in a row since John Morant has come back from his suspension and he ended with 31 points and seven assists. The Nets beat the Pistons 118-112. to That is 27 losses in a row. Here is head coach Monty Williams. You have to be real about where we are. Nobody wants something like this attached to them the bottom line is it's 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 my job it's my responsibility been through tough playoff losses and um, this is relative to that when you lose a playoff game when you get eliminated something that this you know kind of feels like that um you know basketball is what we do it's the body of body of work that we um take a lot of pride in and you take pride in it because you want to win and we just haven't done that and again that's on me that's rough 
Mm. It is rough. And he's a great dude, too. That's you know, what sucks so, about him Yeah, more. so likable. Yep. Everybody seems to When's like When's the last him? time they won? Start of the season? <laughs> they were 2-1. and one. Yeah. 2-1. Yeah. And they've lost 27 straight. In a row. In a row. <laughs> and they face Boston in two days in Boston. So it's not looking good. But hopefully hopefully they get one soon. But they've set the record for most consecutive losses in a season. Now this guaranteed rate bowl. All of a sudden they just can't stop scoring on either Man. side. It is incredible. Uh, Kansas is up 49-36 to to against UNLV. But UNLV just scored. But the quarterback for the Jayhawks, Jason Bean, he has thrown for 436 yards and six touchdowns. He also has three interceptions. But back-to-back-to-back touchdowns for this guy in the fourth quarter. But UNLV just responded with another touchdown. So 49-36. And there's still six and a half game, six and a half minutes to go. Where is this game being played? <laughs> Why is this still going on with so much time left, fellas? I just, I just realized... It's 12.35 in the morning on the East Coast, they're and there's safe. still six and a half minutes left in this football game. Yeah, oh, it's geez. like not over. They're only de- they, This could become, uh, you know, down to the wire type of game. It's wild. By the way, they're giving they're giving my guy Brendan Marion some good uh, some good FaceTime right now. Look at that guy! What a stud <laughs> offensive coordinator for UNLV. Got it, got it. Man crush uh, Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Right. It is Wednesday now on the East Coast. So there you go, man crush Wednesday. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is, I think it was our man crush Monday. Maybe it was Monday. We got to remember, our days don't make any sense. They don't make any sense. But remember, that was a thing. It was like women crush. Oh, maybe women crush Wednesday. Right. Man, man crush, crush Monday. Monday. Ah. But we're going to make it Wednesday because it's Wednesday on the East Coast, as we just said. And yet there is a football game still going on for at least six more minutes. <laughs> I can't. I would be so tired. I'd be like, guys, I'm out. I'm yeah, good. And Lance, Leipold, Lance Leipold's like 60 years old, too. So he might be like, all right, pass bedtime. Let, get me out yeah, of here, Yeah, no, Let's we're go. good. This has 59, been fun. 59 years old for Leipold. Sorry, I tried to make him older. That's all right. It's all right. We're just saying it's late. We're just saying it's late for everybody to be playing a football game right now. 49-36. I mean, at least there's a lot of scoring, so the fans have a lot to exactly. cheer for. Yes, lot, totally. A lot of scoring, a lot of penalties. By the way, one note on this. Kansas heading into tonight's game was a top 30 team in the country in penalty yards, like in other words, being non-penalized. Am I am I even making sense with that? Yeah, they're one of the least penalized teams in college football. Okay. There you go. Uh, they have now, with the most recent pass interference, eighteen penalties for two hundred and sixteen yards. <laughs> Ouch! That's got to be a record. It so is. They just it saved is. them all for this game. Oh my gosh! They just saved them all. Jeez. Uh, in fact, you mentioned is it a record? Uh, it broke the record that Miami set in the twenty oh, in the nineteen ninety one Cotton Bowl. Whenever the Miami Hurricanes had two hundred and two yards of penalty, and they won the penalties, and they beat uh, I think it was Texas in that game. They won by forty three points. That's when they wow. were dancing all over the the Longhorns' grave. So, uh, I'm sorry. Are, are, is the update over? I'm sorry. I'm just no, stopping. I'm no, going already on your update, Mom. No, Honestly, we're good. Yeah, no. Back so to you. rude. <laughs> I know. I, that I, was interesting. That I didn't know that Kansas just decided to hold all their penalties until this game. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate uh, it. Uh, all good. 49-36, to go in the game. We'll see what happens. Now, a couple of tweets um, in a second. But here is the history of coaches that were traded. Are you ready? Yeah. Because you 
you think Belichick will get traded, or you think he'll just get fired? No, I don't know why he would go along with okay. that. I think he would just get fired, collect his money, and move on. I don't think he would want to help out the Patriots any which way possible by letting him get a seventh-round pick, get a well, couple first-round picks. In, in those instances, they still would control his contractual rights. So he might get – you would say the Patriots would have to fire him, but – And they want to fire him, and they want him gone. So they just give him his money, and he would Well, go I mean, you're way. assuming that. I don't know that they want him gone. Oh, I, I mean, do. I, yeah, I think they do. You do? Okay. Yeah. Arnie's sources, they want him gone. The <laughs> Buccaneers got three first-round picks for John Gruden whenever he got traded. They got a 2002 first and second-round pick. They got a 2003 – I'd say the Buccaneers. The Raiders got uh, three first-round picks. In 02, 03, and 04, they got a second-round pick. So, uh, uh, un- unbelievable. Uh, Bill Crazy. Parcells. Bill Parcells. Yeah. Whenever he got traded to the Jets – a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick, a second-round pick, and a first-round pick. Now, that was spread over three drafts, but still. Uh, Sean Payton, I guess this didn't register with me. The Saints got a first-round pick last year for him, and the Saints get a second-round pick this year from the Denver Broncos. The Broncos, Jeez. by the way, got the Saints' third-round pick. And the uh, the other kind of big coaching trade that took place was when Bill Belichick was traded to the Patriots the Patriots got Belichick, a fifth-round and a seventh-round pick, while the Jets got a first, fourth, and seventh-round pick. So when you're like, oh, they don't want him there, they're going to trade him. Man, if I can get a first-round pick for him, uh, I, I'm not giving up a first-round pick for him. any coach. I'm not giving up a first-round pick for anybody uh, coaching-wise. So um, especially when they want to decide where they want to go and how it wants to be, they're not going to go. He'll Why retire. Not? He'll Why retire not? if he doesn't want to go to a place that's going to be uh, more losing. Now, I keep saying three first-round picks for Gruden. I apologize. It was two, four total picks. Two first-round picks, four total picks. But Gruden won a Super Bowl. So Still that was pretty of, that's good. That's a high price A lot to of picks. Um, Bill Parcells said the Jets, okay, that was, I don't want to say it was a flop, but he didn't get to the Super Bowl. We'll see about Sean Payton. Uh, you're telling me that you wouldn't have given up that first-round pick to get Belichick to the Patriots in 2000? That was a long time ago, but jeez. Uh, it turned out okay for I'll them answer now. it for you. Yes, yes, Arnie, you would. Mike Holmgren, when he got traded to the Seahawks, it cost a second-round pick, but he took him to the Super Bowl. Right. Did you know that Herm Edwards got traded as No, I didn't know that. Herm Edwards got traded to the Chiefs. The Jets ended up getting for Can- from Kansas City a fourth-round pick for Edwards, who went 15-33 and 33 in Kansas City in Ouch. three seasons and was fired uh, after just one playoff appearance. So sometimes it doesn't work out, but yeah. I- a lot of times, yeah. That time it didn't work out. Don Shula got traded to the Dolphins, so you're telling me you wouldn't have traded uh, for Don Shula? That's a whole other story there, Chris. Don't go. Don't be speaking bad about Don Shula. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just using your words here. I'm just trying to learn a little bit of where the standard is and where it isn't. All right, we got to get a break. When we come back to the Tyrac.com studios, to your tweets. A lot of good stuff rolling in here on a Tuesday night into a Wednesday morning. It's Arnie and Plank sitting in for Jason and Mike. Brought to you by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everybody to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit. Limitations apply. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ah, we got a fight! I see that. What happened? Why did that guy come up? Did he think that the quarterback was running or something like that? No, no, no. This is how, like, every bowl game seems yeah. to have ended now. Right, 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 right. Uh, Jason Bean is celebrating with the Kansas What's he celebrating? Fans. Did they win a championship that I don't know about? Is this like a in-season tournament like NBA or something? Are you not allowed to celebrate a win when you threw for 449 d- yards and six touchdowns? Are you just supposed to walk back to the locker room and not be happy? Okay, just celebrate it then, Mr. In-season tournament. I can see what you're saying, yeah. No, you... you what you're not allowed to go and be I thought they won the championship. Crowd. I almost forgot that Alabama was playing in Michigan and Washington and and Texas. I, I thought Kansas won it for a second. Their quarterback walked over to their crowd <laughs> and held the football up. So when when if 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 Arizona oh, here we Oklahoma, go here we go right I mean it's just it's a d bag thing to say man it's a bowl game Kansas doesn't go to bowl game. games it's a meaningless bowl not to game. not to Kansas how right. often does Arizona win nine football games we'll in a find season? out on Thursday so if they celebrate I'm going to go say hey don't do that. Stop we it. won't. This sell. isn't It'll an be, in-season tournament. We'll probably walk off the field with our head down after we Are won. you kidding me? If you beat Oklahoma on Thursday night, they'll probably tear down the damn goalposts <laughs> is what might happen. Don't be happy with yourself, Kansas, uh, for winning a bowl game. I don't even know. When was it? Because Kansas got beat last year. Oh, gosh. Lance Leipold's mad. Uh, Kansas got beat last year. I don't even know when the last time they won a bowl game. But for goodness sakes, man, don't you celebrate an accomplishment because it's not the playoffs, all right? I'm sorry. Don't be happy that you won the guaranteed rate bowl. You're what's wrong with sports, aren't you? I am. I guarantee rate bowl. I didn't even know there was such a, a game. 
we've been talking about it all night long. Just like you don't know who our producer is and just like you run Fox Sports Radio, right? Uh, a couple of quick tweets. Let's hit them up here. It's Stinking Genius Swan. I'm at Plank Show. Everybody, give us a follow at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Jason's been on fire tonight. He says, the only reason I see Bill Belichick returning as a coach somewhere is he's 15 wins from passing Don right. Shula for right. most regular season wins as a coach. Heck, maybe the Cowboys will hire him if they fall this year. You know, uh, Cowboys, I, yeah, Cowboys want to hire him, and you're right. He wants to get well, that record. That's, well, that's what's up. keeping him, though. You yeah. dismissed that pretty quick. I did. Why? Is that not to be dismissed? What if the Cowboys lose in the first round of the playoffs? A team that Jerry Jones thinks is set to make a playoff run? Right. And as Jerry has told us many times, what's he running out of? Running out of time. So you think it's ridiculous that the Cowboys might be interested I if 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 they fold yeah. in the playoffs again? It's not that I think it's ridiculous. We know the power struggle in coaches past, and Jerry likes to call the shots, and so does Steven. And I don't know if they'll relinquish so much power to Belichick that he, like he has right now with the Patriots. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I think if you're Jerry Jones, you feel like you've got things rolling pretty well with your roster. Maybe, maybe Bill Belichick doesn't want that much roster control anymore. Maybe he goes somewhere and he says, hey, I just want to coach in my final few years. Right, I, right. That's a know, possibility. You're right. I don't need to have the Bill Belichick. What, what was the line that he used? You want to be able to pick out the groceries, right? That's you want to be Parcells, able to buy some of the groceries. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, may, maybe maybe he's past that. He's been, the, he's been the GM for a long time, and obviously it takes a lot out of you. He's 71 now. Maybe for him, he's like, I just want to go somewhere and coach. I don't know. Uh, Bob writes, guys, Plank, more than one game. Amari Cooper, the last three games, 450 yards and three touchdowns. Tried to tell you, Chris. Yeah, but 250 of those were in one game. I mean, yeah, I get it. He's been targeted a lot, 37 targets in the last three games. But, uh, listen, I'm not ready to crown Flacco or anyone, especially after they lose this weekend. And that's the funny thing, because as soon as they lose this weekend, what is it going to be? Well, Flacco's terrible. I don't know why he was ever the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns because that's what we do. Um, overnight, they're not going to lose their last two games. They'll they'll go ahead and win the. They'll finish out and go twelve and five. Okay, um, we'll see. I, that, that's the end of every argument that we have to have because you'll forget that you said this whenever. No, I won't forget that. I won't forget weeks. that at all. No. Uh, Overnight Joe writes, guys, there will be NFL on Christmas next year. One game on Christmas Eve, two games Christmas Day. I bet they're at four and eight. These six teams will have a bye the week before. When the NFL goes to 18 games, I bet there'll be a game on every day. Mm. Isn't that what Matt Verderam said earlier? The inevitability for the National Football League is if they could, <laughs> they would have a football game on every single day. Now, yeah. I don't know how you would work that out. I don't out. know how that's going to work out. I, my mind is uh, exploding just trying to figure out how you're going to work that uh, that into a calendar. It's so with a, with a leap year next year, yeah, Christmas is on a Wednesday, which means Christmas Eve would be on carry the one Tuesday. So Overnight Joe is saying that we would have – a game on a Tuesday, and then two games on a Wednesday. I, I just don't see that. I can't buy that right now, don't Arnie. See especially, that at all. especially with if if Christmas was in week three of the season, maybe. But you're down to the final two weeks of the season, right? So no bye weeks or anything like that. Oh, and by the way, Nature Boy writes, uh, Plank did say several times on Sunday that the Raiders had no chance of winning against Kansas City. You did Could say you that. Could ask yeah. him to please predict that I will never be a billionaire? Yeah, yeah I mean, come yeah. on, listen. I've seen that. every Raiders game over the last 40 years. I would say that was the most shocking win that I think they've ever had. 
ever had <laughs> just because of how good I thought Kansas City might play. And they did not. All right. When we come back, as Arnie likes to call it, the bonus hour. The bonus hour coming up next as we get you ready for the return of Big Ben Maller right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick around. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.